Welcome to episode number three of the Little Red and Medicated Moose Show. I'm Little Red. And I'm the Medicated Moose. <laughs> we are husband and wife, singers, songwriters, and now podcasters, making it through the nine to five adult life and trying to survive. Yeah, we are. And babe, guess what? We won. What? We won. What? You know what we won. Won what? What, what Please, did we won? Tell me. Oh, Please well, tell me. I didn't tell you because I didn't tell Podcast Land. We forgot to tell all you guys that we were part of an acoustic battle of the bands in Sioux City, Iowa, that spanned six weeks at the amazing Hangout Work and Church, which definitely, if you're in the Sioux City area, check them out because they're freaking awesome. And we freaking won! Woo! We won. We won recording time with Two Bird Dog Studios, who recorded our stuff last time. Stephen Banky, best recording studio in the area. Check him out. We got a gig at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casinos, Main and Abbey, which is their restaurant and deck area. Um, and most exciting for me, because I'm a super fan and a super, super nerd, um, we won tickets to Chris Stapleton on July 29th um, at the Hard Rock. And, oh my God, babe, I am one <laughs> damn giddy moose. Babe, are, are you a giddy moose? I I'm a happy redhead, but I'll leave the, the moosing to you. Well, well, I'll take all that moosing responsibility, and I'm going to run with it, because I, I run with it. I'm like the running back of moose. Oh, you're like the biggest runner I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a runner. Uh, but anyways, you, you ready to start the show, and <laughs> sure. do you want to say the line with me? Sure. All right, I'm going to count us down. One. No, I'm counting us down. Don't take my job. Okay. One. <laughs> Three, two, one. Let's get famous! Oh my god, that sounds even better in stereo, don't you think? Oh yeah. <laughs> that was kind of sexy. Anyways, it's time for positive news. Positive news is right now. Uh, we know that you've all heard the negative news out there. There's, Trust me, there's a lot of it, and I know you guys all know that. It's all over the TV, the radio, and especially so social media. I can't even go on Facebook anymore without like being depressed. Yep. Uh, there's always a new disease of the week, evil and crime in the streets, and some new bills to pay. Uh, somebody put, should put that in a song. Actually, I did. I know. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> if it bleeds, it always leads. So here's some positive news that you probably didn't hear about through all the static. The first positive news story is that scientists find absolutely no link between butter and heart disease. Uh, the story talks about how sugar and starches are linked more to obesity and diabetes than butter is. And butter actually might be better for you than either of those two. I know you guys are all probably laughing. A stupid story about butter is making positive <laughs> news. But this is something that, that kind of means a lot to me, and I'll tell you why. Um, over the, fa the, the past few weeks, um, I've kind of started this diet, and uh, and I've... I've always kind of struggled with my weight. Uh, recently, I ran into a YouTube video uh, that it was titled "The Hilarious Butter Makes My Clothes Fall Off." Um, mm. Yeah, and, and it does. <laughs> uh, you know, and it talks about how there's a lot of you know misinformation about fatty foods, uh, sugar, and carbs. Basically, long story short, is that my body and a lot of people's bodies that are overweight 
just loves carbs and sugars and it just stores them so well um, that I can't get rid of them and they stay forever. So I, I've been trying a higher fat diet and avoid, avoiding carbs and sugars as much as I can. And I'm happy to report, and I'm not one to usually talk about this stuff, but you know, we have a podcast and it's my, my duty for all mankind. I, I've, uh, so far I've lost about 40 pounds, um, and it's been about not quite two months. Uh, so I have a lot more to go, but it really shocked me how well it worked for me. And, you know, the more I look into it and the more I look into sugar and carbs, I was pretty scared about how it seems to be in just about everything that, that I ate. Um, and it kind of made sense to me. And it was a, you know, a re great reason as to why nothing had worked before. I would be eating well, but I'd still be eating carbs and some sugars. Um, I also found this diet... I, I didn't even know it had a name, but it's called the keto diet. Um, and basically what it is, is you lower the intake of carbs. The body is induced into a state known as ketosis. Uh, ketosis is a natural process the body imitates or and initiates in order to help us survive when food intake is low. During this state, we produce ketones, which is how they got the name, uh, which are produced from the breakdown of fats in the liver. Uh, the end goal of, of a proper, properly maintained keto diet is to force your body into this metabolic state. Uh, we don't do this through starvation of calories, but through starvation of carbs um, and sugars. This has been working for me, and I've never felt better in my life. I, I'm not starving myself. I just ate a steak before we started this, um, and I'm just simply eating the right things, uh, different things. Uh, and if you are like me, and you have tried every diet out there, no matter how good you eat, and no matter how much you walk. I mean, you're not going to be a marathon runner. I never am either. I don't like exercise. I'll walk. Um, and if you're not getting that those results, give this a try. You might be surprised at the results. Our last positive story comes uh, straight out of nearby Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> Robert Kugler is his name. He's a guy who truly understands how short life is and how important it is to live every day like it's your last. Nine years ago, Rob adopted a puppy named Bella, who instantly became his best friend. Unfortunately, she's been suffering from a shoulder injury. Um, recently, he found out um, that that shoulder injury was actually cancer. He was devastated. Um, it was the worst possible thing he could hear. Mm -hmm. um, Bella had advanced from osteosarcoma, and it was already in her lungs, so he needed to either take her leg that, that same day or put her down. Hmm. I can't imagine. It's terrible. Um, Bella's leg um, was amputated, and she was given just three to six months to live. Now, Kugler was fresh out of school, so he decided not to go to work that day, but to make um, the last few months of Bella's life some of her very best. Kugler, who is a Marine vet, began with a simple trip to Marine Corps Ball in Chicago, but then kept going east. They've gone from one state to another. They went to Cleveland, then Niagara Falls, and upstate New York, then south to um, City of Brotherly Love, and a stop at D.C. to soak up some history. They went south, They um, or they went camping. Mm -hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love taking our dog camping. That's awesome. We have a husky. Yeah, She's yeah. got a blue eye and a brown eye. She's super sweet. <laughs> brown eye. Brown eye. She's not brown eye. God. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, they went camping. Um, Rob has dealt with a lot of deaths um, and close loved ones in his family. Um, so it's not only helping Bella live, you know, mm -hmm. live to the fullest, but it's also helping him cope with a few things. Yeah. Um, Bella was given 
at the most six months to live, but now she's she's been around for 14 months. That's awesome. Kugler is not sure when the tour will end, but one thing is for sure, he's making Bella's last month some of her best. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And uh, I read somewhere that the best way to live is like a dog. I mean, every, you live oh, yeah. every day in the moment. Uh, that dog has no idea that she's sick and dying, so she really has the option to live and experience life like it is rather than worrying about the past the future it's just a really cool way i mean that dog is an animal but it's his best friend you can tell yeah yeah it's pretty amazing i I know you love your dog and you would probably you would probably do the same thing if something like this happened to you all right man well i'm gonna tell everybody where they can tell us about positive news stories that we might have might have missed um, you know, those are the stories that we picked out for our headlines. Uh, do you have a positive news story that we should talk about? You can let us know. Uh, email us, lrmmshow at g- gmail, not gl, gmail.com. Uh, you can look us up on Facebook and like us. Make sure you do that, too. We're facebook.com slash lrmmshow. We're also on Twitter. Uh, we're in with the cool kids at lrmmshow. So, baby, you ready to move on? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Tell you got to tell them to move on though. We got to move on. That was really lame. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> keeping that in there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't me. Anyways, welcome welcome to Little Red and the Medicated Moose's Acoustic (laughs) Corner. Leading us in with a belch is Little Red. Um, Yeah, this is where we learn and play some of our favorites and probably some of yours too. Uh, this way, this week we have Little Red the Belcher. Um, Stop. She's, that's your new nickname, that's, that's Little Red it. the Belcher. Um, anyways, you're covering uh, <laughs> someone that you love. Actually, we featured this person on our our show before, and and people that we got love. a thing for El King. You got a thing for El King. This this song is El, it's El King's huge hit X's and O's. Here's a small clip of that song. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, just so you know. Just check out our page. It's called Little Red and the Medicated Moose Band. Uh, but let's take a listen in. Come back to me. They always want to come, but they never want to leave. X's and the O's, they haunt me. Like the O's, they want me. To make them O's, they won't let them go. And my X's and the O's, they haunt me. Like the O's, they want me. Wow. Uh, babe, I gotta admit, you are hot in that song. When you sing that song, it's it just gets me all how heated hot? up. Like how hot? Like 120 degrees Celsius That's hot. That's pretty good. That's, That's a, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. And the belch before that, you know, that it's got like the me. the best combination. The belch and then the singing, you are <laughs> meant, meant for me, honestly. Um, so... 
if you guys did you guys like that i'm sure you did uh let us know you know let us know if you liked it if you liked the song if you hated the song um then tell al king because we don't care um (laughs) but request your favorite song if you want us to play a song that you like email us lrmmshow at gmail.com facebook l at uh, you know facebook.com slash lrmmshow or twitter uh at lrmmshow um just request your favorite song and maybe we'll do it maybe we won't um so let's move on. Here are the things that we love. Right? Yeah, we love these. <laughs> this is where we share anything in this crazy world that we found that we just love. Uh, now, the first thing that I'm going to tell you guys about uh, is something that I love. Uh, and, and the only reason that I love it is because I gave it a second look, um, which is the reason I'm like two years late to the party on this one. Uh, basically, I've heard, as I'm sure all of you have heard the song, Take Me to Church by some guy named Hozier, or Hosier, I don't know how to say it, I'll probably say it wrong the whole time, but um, it's not like it was a bad song, it was catchy, and I could see why people liked it, but it was everywhere. I could not escape the song, it was all over the place, and almost to the point where it got, it was it was annoying to me, so I never looked into this Hozier guy, um, and that was until recently. Uh, I was doing my YouTube browsing, looking for new music, and I you know found a song called To Be Alone by Hozier, I clicked it, um, you know, and I was like, let's hear this Take Me to Church guy's other stuff. And, you know, there's probably a reason why I'd never heard of this song before. And the other reason I clicked on it is because the video had a cool, like, Zeppelin-esque look to it. He was in front of this cool castle. Um, I listened to it, and I was blown away. I'm, I'm a sucker for old blues music, and this one really spoke to me. I had no idea that this guy had so much soul in him. Um, I became a little obsessed after I started listening, you know, to that. I, I listened to everything the guy had on YouTube. I, I bought both of his EPs, and I haven't really found a song that I dislike by this guy yet. Um, he's really amazing, honestly. And some of my favorites, other than To Be Alone, which is by far number one, by far, Cherry Wine is amazing. Something New and uh, Work Song are all must-hears. And I'm excited to see that a guy that this talented is this popular, um, all of his millions have, or all of his views on his videos are in the millions, like 20 million, 10 million. His low ones are like Jeez. 3 million. Um, good. You know, people always talk about how popular music sucks, and I agree to a certain extent that a lot of it is hollow and meaningless, which makes it kind of like fast food to me. Um, it, it feels good and tastes good, but you instantly regret it, and it, and it doesn't change the fact that you're eating pure garbage, really. I mean... Um, it makes me feel great that this man and his music are making waves in this world. Don't be, don't assume that because something is popular, it probably has no substance. Be sure to check out Hozier's two EPs, the self-titled self-titled Hozier um, and From Eden, and be sure to listen to him on YouTube and watch and enjoy. And also make sure you let him know that Little Red and the Medicated Moose sent you. I love meeting interesting people, and meeting this person was one of my favorite memories. A friend of ours was having a gender reveal party for his first baby. It's a boy! Yay! Yay, Yay! David! Yay, David! (laughs) And Courtney. Um, So we went to their party, and my husband ditches me, right? I do that all the time. And (laughs) so... 
it's my turn. As soon as we get in public, I just leave. Hey. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> so I'm at this party, right? And I'm sitting by this wise and beautiful soul. She's a bit quiet at first, but once we started talking, she started shining. We sat in silence for a few minutes as she dug through her purse full of notebooks and papers are falling out everywhere. As I'm helping her pick them up, she um, asked me randomly if she could write me a poem. I I love random things. I don't know if you know that about me, but the weirder, the better. <laughs> <laughs> so I said yes. She explained how she loves to write poems and that she has notebooks and notebooks full at home. She asked me to tell her a little bit about myself. So I told her um, about my love for music and life, and she took it and ran with it. She wrote three poems out of thin air. Like, it took her tops ten minutes. Um, She read each one of them aloud to me. She wouldn't let me read them, though. She just... She wanted to read them. She's pretty proud. Yeah. And then she gave them to me to keep. I loved how comfortable she was and with what she loved to do. Mm -hmm. Um, She, for no reason, just decided to share something from her heart to mine. Sure, the poems might not have been perfect. She didn't need to take time to even think twice. What she felt was what she wrote, and sometimes there's something perfect about imperfection. If you open your eyes and look for the beauty in people, not only will you see it, you might just find it within yourself. Do what you love and dare to be different and change someone's outlook, even if your tools are a pen and a notebook. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it was just raw material. She's she's a cool (laughs) lady. She just has notebooks and notebooks, and I was like, why don't you get any published? She's like, oh, it's on my to-do list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully she gets published. If not, she's making us think twice about how we do what we love and just do it for everybody. It changes people's worlds, honestly, by doing it. Yeah. She not only wrote poems for us, but there was at least five, ten more people that she just, you know, asked if she could do theirs too. So pretty awesome. The last thing that I love is a book called 10% Happier and it's by Dan Harris. How I tamed the voice in my head, reduced stress without losing my edge and found self-help that actually works. It's a true story. Uh, the book is an autobiography about national news broadcaster Dan Harris and how he had a nervous breakdown on national TV, uh, and it was all because of a nasty mixture of stress and drugs. Uh, he was a drug addict, and he was negative, just completely negative. Um, he knew after his breakdown that he needed to change something, and he stumbled into something that started helping him lower his stress, and that was meditation. Uh, and he started going around uh, like a true reporter and really finding those self-help gurus, I'm doing in, in air quotes, uh, and really skeptically interviewing each of them. He found a lot of them were fairly shallow and really money-hungry, which isn't surprising, except for a man named Eckhart Tolle. Um, this man really preached uh, of the power of living in the now and the present moment and about how it's really the only thing that matters and the rest is all in our head, whatever we attach to that is in all our head. Um, he started using a mixture of meditation and mindfulness and documented his journey. Um, the story is hilarious and incredibly thought provoking. And I, I really loved it. One of my favorite parts of the story is when he decides to sign up for a meditation retreat where they were allowed no distractions and weren't even allowed to talk for weeks at a time. Um, yeah, that would be neat. Uh, why are you saying that? Do I talk too much? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tiffany will be signing me up for this retreat. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they'd be, they're setting it up. They can't talk for weeks in the t- at a time before I was rudely interrupted. Um, he... <laughs> 
he talks about how painful it was to be alone with his thoughts because you know we as a culture we're so used to distractions and they're static around us at all times with cell phones tvs you know background noise uh he talks about how much little things matter when when it's completely quiet like hummingbirds flew up to him and you know and really just thinking of people while it was so quiet really just changed his life uh, and he really understood what things were about um it's it's amazing to me that someone can find happiness by looking inward and shutting out distractions uh you know sometimes the best medicine is eliminating everything but yourself and just just really listening um, this is backed up by the fact that the happiest people that I've ever met always seem to have it figured out again, air quotes, it. Um, and it seems to be the fact that, you know, no person or no thing in this life can really make them happy. Um, the only thing is that they can make themselves happy. That's the only thing. Uh, once they know themselves and understand, understand themselves, life is truly their playground from there. Um, things that happen around them just simply happen and what truly matters is how they choose to let it affect them um this is something i'm really really trying to get better at is living in the moment and looking inward at who and what i am and what i really want um if you are at all interested in meditation and or mindfulness check out this book it's an excellent start uh, in seeing the new the world in a new way really um especially if you're a skeptic because it's written from a skeptic um and if you think meditation and mindfulness is stupid, uh, definitely check this out. So, you know, if you guys have some suggestions for things that you think we might like, uh, let us know. Uh, email us, Facebook or Twitter. Um, so let's move on, baby. All right, all right, all right. That was awkward. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew McConaughey. Well, every week we want to tell you all about an inspirational person. Um, You know, these are people that have inspired us to do something great with our lives. Uh, Just remember that whenever you find yourself, you know, in a cubicle or somewhere that you don't want to spend your life uh, at some thankless job, you know, you're always meant to do something more. So, So really go do something amazing. Um, our inspirational person this week is J.K. Rowling. Um, J.K. Rowling, as you know, is the author of the insanely popular Harry Potter se- series. She's a novelist, a screenwriter, a billionaire, uh, a film producer, uh, but her backstory is the most impressive thing to me. Um, she found herself a single mother in the early 90s on welfare. She was jobless, uh, and she had just escaped a, an abusive relationship. Um, she was so depressed that she contemplated suicide, honestly. Um, and she found herself with nothing except for an amazing idea about a, a boy wizard that she knew she had to get out. Um, and her daughter, as as matter of fact. And I mean, she, as a new mother, she found out that the only time she could write and focus was when her daughter was sleeping. So she would walk from cafe to cafe, uh, trying to get her daughter to fall asleep. And when she did, she would stop and write until the baby woke up. Um, and all that she had to type up her manuscript with was an old manual typewriter. So that's what she used. Um, she had an idea and knew deep down that no matter what her current situation looked like, she was meant for more. Uh, she was finished 
she finished the manuscript and was told no by every publisher she sent the manuscript to at first. Uh, it wasn't until a year later, um, because of her persistence, that the books the book were the books was really picked up, and uh, and it was finally printed. And you know the rest is history. You know movies and books and everything. Um, life is full of ups and downs, light, light and darkness. The only thing that we can be sure of in life is that nothing lasts forever, and that's even the bad times. Uh, but know yourself and do your work. Um, trust me, it's the only way you want to live, don't you think? Yeah, that's really neat. I mean, she went through a lot of hardships, but she kept in mind that it's only temporary mm-hmm. and knew that she was meant for more. So yeah. it's... It's really cool that she believed in herself. Yeah, and it said she contemplated suicide, but thank God she didn't. I mean, look at how many amazing things she's done, and she's not even done yet. She's coming out with new stuff, and it's amazing. So don't give up and and do the good work. But let's move on to the last part of the show. You ready, babe? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Last but not least, it's Little Red and the Medicated Moose Band's Artist Spotlight. Um, this is the part of the show where we put an artist in the spotlight. And we'll play their, their music, read their poetry, talk about their new book, or tell you where the, you can see their latest artwork. Um, the world is full of amazing people that struggle to get anyone to pay attention to the things that they create. Um, if you're an artist and you would like to share your art, let us know uh, by email. Our email, again, and this is probably the, a millionth time, is <laughs> lrmmshow at gmail.com. Uh, the feature art, the featured artists this week uh, come from Sergeant Bluff, Iowa, which is really close to us. Um, they're called 35th and Taylor. The artist of the week is 35th and Taylor. Um, I've been following these guys since the November 35th days. That's what they used to be called. Um, they were a bunch of young kids. I think they were like 12, 13 years old. Yeah. Um, they were. They used to be pretty good, uh, and they've really evolved into some... They just am- keep getting better yeah, and better they, every time I hear them. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're awesome. They've evolved into <laughs> amazing musicians, really and they've they've changed lineups and they just keep evolving and and honestly this is the best this is some of the best music coming out of the midwest right now and and really be on the lookout because these guys are doing some huge things um recently they spent a month in nashville uh which is one of our favorite places in the world uh they spent a month there recording their new album it's called i know your trouble um during the process of making the album to quote the guitarist evan uh evan kaler he he says we found the sound that we've been searching for on previous albums uh, you know, you guys can find this album on iTunes, CD Baby, and Google Play. Um, you can also check out their Facebook page uh, or the band's website, which is 35th and Taylor, and that's 35thandtaylor.com. And you can check that for upcoming shows or any news. Uh, here's a new song off of that brand new album. It's called Soldiers. And trust me, you're going to love the song. Uh, so listen, enjoy, look those guys up, like them on Facebook, share their stuff. They deserve to have a lot of people listen to this music. Oh, so yeah. that we're going to play that song. And, and babe, this, is, this wraps up episode three. Uh, did you have fun? Oh, yeah. That sounded fake, <laughs> but did you really have fun? I did, can I, I did. Can I get a little more enthusiasm from you? 
Now you're asking for a lot. All right, anyways, let's wrap it up, babe. Okay, bye! Amen.